hot girl with a hustle. Hot girl hustle. Welcome, Welcome back, back ladies. All right, guys, it's your girl Mars and your and girl LA. We know we've been missing in action. We've been ghosts, you guys. Like, yeah, it's been August. We apologize. This is really, really bad. But we know that you guys missed us. So we want to give you guys a little update of what's been going on for these last four months. So basically what we've been doing since what, August? So in August, we were actually in California. We did have an episode where we told you guys what happened. But at the end of August, going into September, it was your girl Alay's birthday. Tell them how old you turned, girl. 22. I don't really like that age, you guys. I don't, I don't like why. It. It's like a, I don't know, the number just doesn't flow with me. But for my birthday, I was... But Taylor Swift likes it. Girl, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling 22. Um, no, for my birthday, I went on a family trip to Anna Maria Island. I basically spent my birthday with my family. And it was pretty awesome. After that, we went to- That girl had no Wi-Fi. No service. Mm-mm. No service at all. It was pretty fun, though. It was relaxing. I had a good time. And then as soon as I got back, we went to Houston for a weekend, I think it was. We drove there. Yeah. We drove there. 16 hours in a van full of, like, 15 people. Yo, that was some- And, guys, we did this um, voluntarily. So, me and Mars had tickets yeah, we to had actually- fly to Houston but we wanted to get there a day early which we low-key didn't even do we got there on the same day that we would have if we took the plane but we got there earlier which was the intention because we didn't want to miss a certain event yes so we shoved in a van for 16 hours to show up a couple hours early to an event but it was I'm not gonna lie it was long but thinking about it now it wasn't that long the van ride was not as bad as I thought yeah, I'm super glad we didn't have to drive back. Yeah, thank God. We and actually, after, so in Houston, we went there for another company event, but this one was like way different. It was like lit. If you guys follow our Instagrams or you have me on YouTube, you saw that it was like super lit. Like it looked like a concert and everything, but it was super lit. And after we went to Houston with like freaking 60 people, <laughs> we went to, um, Arizona. Yeah, so we literally went straight from Houston to Arizona, and that was fun. That was a really fun trip. We met one of my girls, Haley, out there. Uh That was our first time going to Arizona. So fucking hot. So hot. I had allergies the whole damn time. (laughs) I could never live there. Like, I know we live in Florida with the heat, but that Arizona heat was different. It's like a dry, hot, where you can't breathe and you feel like you're in an oven. Your makeup would crack. My skin was flaking. (laughs) As soon as I walked out the house, I felt like I was in an oven. Yeah. But that was definitely, I think, like, that was one of my favorite trips so far, I think. I mean, yeah, we were, like, kind of wilding out. We went to the Grand Canyon, and we had a fucking small-ass Kia. (laughs) And I don't know, our dumbasses went the wrong, we ended up going to a road that was closed. So we had to take an off-grid road. And you guys can go on my YouTube, It's the Real Mars, and watch the vlog because it was wild as hell. But we were riding in this Kia on a dirt <laughs> desert road in the middle of nowhere on top of the mountains. And I thought the car was going to break. Like This I was- road that we were on was literally like something you would see in a horror movie where people just disappear on. And yeah. we had this small ass rental car that was just shaking and way. it was a one-way road so every time a car would come the opposite way we'd have to veer off to the side of the road and we were on this road for like an hour and a half I think no service no service at all and I thought the windows were gonna break from all like the freaking shaking and we went through first it was just like a regular like dirt road and then we went into like this forest where all the trees were burnt and dead and it looked like we were in Lion King like the bad part of it and then we were in a fucking like area where there was like really really tall trees like we were in a forest and then somehow we got on a regular road and we were at the Grand Canyon. Siri fucked us up that day because I think there there had to be another road. I know that not everyone that went to the Grand Canyon 
went through that road. We were probably the only people in existence that went that way. <laughs> that shit was fun. But I think I liked the Arizona trip because the vibes were very, first of all, Arizona was beautiful. Like even though it was hot, we did see a lot of cool things. And the vibe was just very like chill. We literally woke up and would be like, all right, what do you want to do today? I was like, looking at my Instagram stories, like the beginning of the year last night. And I was like, yo, what is my life? Like, I don't understand how my life ended up like this. Like, I literally don't understand it. You'd be going through like the emotions and you're just like, fuck. I Bro, I just said that last night. I was like, do you guys ever look at photos and you remember exactly how you were feeling when you took that photo or like, it's crazy how your brain just automatically remembers that. Your brain is so like, but also your brain is so focused on the present tense because, you know, current, I think it's just me being home for so long. I, I just need to travel all the time. Like, I don't know, like maybe I just need to, we need to get a van and live out of it because it's like you reflect right now. Obviously you wish your situation could be better because you always want more as a human. But then like reflecting back on like the whole year and stuff, you just, uh, you realize how like blessed you were for the experiences that you had. Yeah, that trip was, that trip was really fun. We came back, of course, super exhausted. Mm -hmm. And then we came back and literally got right back to work. That was the end of September. So October. So in October, I actually got COVID. Yikes. We're not going to go too deep into this because we do want to stick to the topic of today's podcast. Uh, But uh, what had happened was, you see, this whole entire year of traveling, a lot of people avoided traveling because they wanted and, you know, save themselves from getting COVID from traveling and being around other people. And we admit we're always around a lot of other people. But if you know anything about vibrations, and this might sound so stupid, we just like, we're just like, I don't have space for that in my body. Like, it's not going to come to me. I don't know if anybody understands what we mean, but if you know, you know. So that's kind of like how we were carrying ourselves. And the only reason why I got it was because I was with somebody who was from out of state um, that came and knew that they had the symptoms, but didn't really tell anybody directly. Ignorance. Very fucked up. And yeah, I got it. And it was probably like the fucking worst experience. I do know people who got it, but their family also had it. So they stayed inside with their family. Me, I had it and I was alone during the whole entire two weeks in my room locked up and my mom um you know she's 65 years old so I can't give it to her so I stayed locked in my room she would bring my food directly in front of my my bedroom door I was literally in jail for two weeks and even though like I was like super like I wouldn't say depressed but upset that I had it because I it stopped me from going out I I now realize that everything happens for a reason because it was a period of growth for me because I would sleep all day but be up at night but I went through so much like shit being alone like I know that I know that I needed it so everything happens for a reason it just forced me to like just take some time alone I remember that experience was like I remember we were both trying to this was before we found out that you had it it was kind of like a lot of us may have had it and and a lot of people did get it yeah and the energy of trying to because it's easy to block out negative shit in your brain when you're not experiencing anything negative you could just say oh I'm the most positive person I'm not scared of COVID I don't know anyone that has it I don't have it I feel fine but then when you actually get in a situation where you could have it it's so hard to not be worried because I remember the day that you called me was kind of like yo we might have it and I'm like oh fuck I was like I don't have it I don't have it I don't have it then your brain is like but you may have it like you have to literally balance it so Mars got COVID and another one of our friends that I'm with all the time both got it for some reason I did not get it I don't now I know why before I didn't but I was freaking out because I was like oh my god Mars has it I so have it I'm with her every single day I have it now too and Mar I remember the two weeks was really rough I I don't know how I would have like stayed in my house like that but I know that you guys were super sick and I'm grateful that I didn't get it. And I didn't understand why I didn't until some, you know, like situation had happened where I need to be healthy to be around this certain person. So now I know why I didn't get it. And it's crazy that everything does happen for a reason because I was confused as to why I got it. You were confused as to why you got it. 
And then it's just crazy now that after everything's happened, I realized why I didn't. And then you realize why you did, because it forced you to be in a position where you're, you had to grow because you literally had no other choice, but to like do development and just be alone with yourself, which not everyone, like we don't do that all the time. You know, we're not forced to be alone. Yeah, because you love being alone, and I don't like being alone, so I had I had gotten forced to be alone. That's literally the only way you'll be forced to be alone is fucking COVID. That's yeah. crazy. I'm a blue, bro. I like, you know, we went over this last night. I like being around. I feel I, like anyone, though, would, because if I got COVID and I was forced to be home, I probably wouldn't like it because I'm forced to be home. I yeah. choose to be alone sometimes, but if you're not choosing it, I would be like, bro, this is, especially two weeks. After the first week, I was like, you're gotta be kidding me. There's another week. Like I was dying. I was like, this feels like I'm like, I'm stuck. And there's a difference between. I can imagine being in jail. I can't. Yeah, literally there. I was gonna say there's a difference between being stuck. Cause you were just stuck in your room. So there's a difference between being stuck in the house where like you have like, yeah, whole family has it. Like you could just be in the house literally in your room. I couldn't do that. No, like, yeah. I could barely go to the kitchen. And when I did go to the kitchen or some shit, I would have to put gloves on. But okay. But you're you're better. Yes. Ma'am, I mean, my smell. Okay, I didn't lose my sense of taste. Thank God, because it would ruin my appetite. But the smell did go away. And now it's back, but it's not as strong. Like it's. Yo, I heard that. They call them like um, COVID long haulers. Where it's like you have symptoms or like you're still affected for like a a longer period than you're supposed to. I have another symptom and I'm not even going to go too much into depth, but like, I can't breathe regularly anymore. Like there's certain parts of the day where I can hear the myself breathing. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Sounds like asthma, but it's not. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? But I'm fine. All right, guys. So we know that we've been gone for a while and we definitely don't want to continue this habit. It's just been a really long year for a lot of people. Um, So we do want to kind of, you know, change and adjust the amount of episodes that we do so we can guarantee that we'll bring value to you guys so we decided to we're gonna just be dropping one episode every single month so you know because we started with once a week and then we wouldn't be consistent because we'd be traveling don't have the podcast equipment just stuff will come up like mar said and honestly you know how you do anything is how you do everything yeah and we really want to bring the best content to you guys so we think with, you know, having one episode each month, it gives us enough time to record a bomb ass episode, um, push out content. And then, you know, if you know, we decide or if we have time to add another episode in the same month, we're going to do bonus episodes. So yeah. just to let you guys know, the Hot Girl Hustle podcast will be releasing episodes once a month now instead of every single week. But mm-hmm. these episodes are going to be longer. There's going to be more um, content, more material in the episodes. So we just want to, you know, be consistent with you guys and give you the best episodes possible. Yes, sir. And keep in mind, guys, like we are, we're hot girls, but at the same time, we're also good girls. So a lot of the things we're going to be talking about are like, some of them might be like random. Some of them might be like more personally developed topics until we do some wild shit because we've been so focused on like our bag and everything that we haven't really had crazy experiences I mean honestly I think we started this podcast with the intention of letting people know like you can it is cool because I think people have this idea that like you're either gonna be a hot girl and you do all this crazy ass shit and you don't even have your life together I think like we came up with this idea and the vision for this podcast is to let people know that you can do whatever, like you can be a hot girl and do some crazy ass shit. And then one day, and then the next day, go run your fucking million dollar business. Like there is no boundaries. So, you know, you guys obviously like it so far. So we're just going to keep every single week. We're going to talk about things that we think you guys can relate to. And, you know, this is just another way for you guys to get to know us besides just business and Instagram. All right, guys. So let's get into it. Today, we're going to be talking about money, right? Money, baby. Money. So I was actually talking to somebody and we were talking about how money, we always say money isn't everything, but money is up there with air. 
because you you literally can't do anything without money and a lot of most of the people 95 percent of the people in this world depend on money to live like and they spend their whole life getting money working for money just so they can have the basic necessities of of life having a roof over their head paying their bills and it's like why is it that we spend this whole entire our whole entire lives working for money and we're not even living life and that's not how that's not why we're on this earth to work as a slave for the rest of our lives just to pay for shit that should be basic necessities of life so we're going to talk about money how you can attract money how you can feel deserving of money because we all want more and we all think that there's a super magic formula but it's really not there's really not a big secret but there is at the same time because people don't understand this basic people don't understand this basic concept about money yeah and i think there's a lot of um back and forth between oh money is the root of all evil um rich people are bad and all this negative connotation towards people either having a lot of money or wanting a lot of money like for a long time i felt selfish because i would i would know that i wanted to have a lot of money but me actually saying it i felt guilty because i'm like i've grown up my whole life thinking that, oh, if you have a lot of money, you're a bad person. And who I guarantee you, whoever came up with that negative shit was probably broke bitch. Horse fuck. And they, the only way to make themselves feel better and justify why they're at that spot is to say, oh, money's evil. That's why I don't have it. Yada, yada, yada. When money is literally the tool that gets you everywhere. You're living in your house because of the money that your parents make or because of the money that you make. You have the kind of car because of your job. You have your job based off of how much you make it. Like that's how much determines how much money you make. So it's like people need to stop denying the fact that money is 95% of life. Like it it really is. Because anything you want to do the reason why you can't do it is because you don't have money. I guarantee it. Literally. And it's not to say that money will solve all of your problems, but it solves like, most If you get sick or if your family member gets sick, you need money. Like you need, it, it's a backup plan. It, it helps you. So it's just like people need to stop thinking about money as a bad thing, but it's not their fault. Cause at the same time, like it depends on, you know, your, who, what you were taught from your parents and what your parents learned from their parents and, things that have been passed down generation to generation. And that's why like you have to be the one to break these generational curses. If you know deep inside that these are the wrong beliefs that were put upon you and it's super hard, but. And it's also because the school system teaches, our parents learn from where their parents, they learn from schools. School teaches you nothing about money. And a lot of our parents grew up really poor. Yeah. And they don't, you don't learn about money in school at all. So the first thing we want to go into is basically how to reprogram yourself to tell yourself that you deserve money. Me personally, growing up, I can say that I wasn't rich, but I also wasn't poor. You know, I come from a middle class family, but my mom was also the only one providing for my family. So at this current point in time, as I got older, I see how hard it is for my mom. But as a child, I didn't see that, of course, because your parents don't really show you those type of things. So me growing up, I didn't really have like those kind of opinions of like, I didn't deserve money. I always wanted more, but like Lauren, I know we spoke before and you, you did have like different opinions about like money. So there probably might be people like in our audience that probably feel the same way. So I'm going to pass this topic over to you, girl. So I grew up with a single mom and, you know, she looking back when I was a kid, I remember anything I wanted, I got. So that natural, like, Oh, you're a single child you can get whatever was true for me because, but I really think that because of that, my mom was not always in the best financial situation because she always gave me what I wanted. And I didn't ask for, you know, I was like a little kid. I didn't ask for crazy shit, but my mom also didn't make a lot of money as well. We're middle-class. And, you know, just naturally being a single mom, I'm her only kid. It's just me and her she's gonna vent to me about how we're struggling. So my whole life, I grew up with, we don't have enough money, we can't do this, we can't do this. So I always thought that, you know, you had to hold on to your money, because 
if you had extra money at the end of the month, you were so lucky. You know, we didn't get to go on a lot of vacations. Stuff was always put on credit cards. And I have divorced parents. They're separated. So we had child support. And I'm sure a lot of you guys listening have the same situation where, you know, one of the parents has to pay child support. And a lot of times there are issues with that. And I, my parents had issues with that as well. So I always thought that, all right, my mom is always struggling to take care of me and there's child support issues to take care of me. I felt like I literally, there was a price tag on me. So I was literally not worth a lot of money. I was not worth having expensive things or nice things or getting to go to nice places. And that's literally what I think a lot of people deal with is that you have the mindset of I'm only worth this certain amount. And because of that, I'm going to limit myself to only doing things that fit that certain amount. You know, you, you always think of, oh, I can't be a millionaire because I don't even know what a million dollars looks like, feels like any of that. And that's how I grew up was just feeling like I didn't deserve a lot, a lot of nice things because there was always money problems in my family that were just, and I wasn't, you look at my life, I wasn't anywhere near poor, whatever. I always had what I needed, but you never know what goes on behind the scenes. You know, like I know my parents probably have debt because they were taking care of me. But I think it's important to know that the way you are now has a lot of, a lot of influence on what you experience as a child regarding, you know, your parents' financial situation and the way that you actually grew up. Yeah. There's a lot of unconscious habits, like they're called paradigms. Like you have a lot of paradigms that you have to break as an adult that it's like, you don't realize it until you get older and you realize like these habits that you have or these thoughts that you have. And you, if you really take the time to learn about yourself, you can trace it back to, okay, what happened in my childhood that made me like this? And like listening to your story, it makes me think, cause like, I don't know if you've ever seen, it, it, it's always going to depend on like who you are. So like, if you had a sibling, they're not gonna, they probably wouldn't have the same experience that you have because they're a different person. Cause I grew up with my, my brother and my sister and I'm the youngest and they grew up basically the same way. Cause they're only like nine months apart, basically. Yeah. Um, and they both grew up under the same house, raised with the same parents as I, but they had different experiences and different paradigms that were formed from their childhood because they're just different people. So listening to you, I was thinking about like this, I was thinking about my childhood and I, the way I extracted it was growing up because my dad grew up very poor and my mom grew up kind of poor too. Um, and education was something they couldn't afford. Of course, it put a lot of value in education. And they came here and they wanted, you know, my brother and my sister and I to take education seriously so that we can make more money than they ever had. And your parents always want you to have a better life than they did because they, they, they're, they don't feel like they accomplished much. So they want you to do better. Of course, it's natural. But growing up, I had a lot of moments where there was things that I wanted that like, my dad or mom would like just shut down and they would also say like, no, we don't have enough money or no save money or no, we can't keep spending money, blah, blah, blah. And um, I think my, the way I came out of that was like, oh my gosh, like I'm just going to go get it on my own. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I got a job when I was 16 years old. And I was just like, I, I didn't, it affected me in the way where I would be afraid to talk about money with my parents because I knew that they were wrong. And that's why I was, I always seen myself as a child, like with big visions of like, I didn't have like the same effect from my parents. Like my effect was, I see myself becoming a millionaire and being different from what my parents are thinking. And I think that's why at 16, even though I did get things that I wanted, there was some things that I wanted, like material things, like, I don't know, like makeup or clothes that I couldn't get sometimes where I was like, I'm going to go get it on my own. And I got a job early. And then now, you know, at the point that we're at, I realize, okay, a job's not going to get me to that lifestyle. So entrepreneur life it is. So that's yeah, kind of how the money affected me in my childhood because I didn't have the freedom of spending it where I was like, I need to go get it. But it's such a sensitive topic with my parents is I don't, because my dreams are so big, it's not believable to them. So I can't really talk higher vision with them because they're not 
they don't think it's possible because they never did it themselves. Yeah, it's definitely, I don't really talk money with my parents too much either. And I don't know how I, because I had the, I think I got to a point where deep down inside, I still felt like I didn't deserve a lot because of, you know, past situations with, you know, money in my family or just family in general. But there is a part, there has always been a part of me that's like, all right, I know that there's more out there than struggling like this because I saw my friends that didn't struggle or maybe they, their parents were, but like, to me, it didn't look like it. You know, friends that had the nice house, friends that had, could get these kind of things, whatever the case was to where I was like, I'm going to go do this myself and I'm going to have a lot of money some way. And I never thought of it as having a lot of money back then. I just thought of it as I know I'm not going to struggle and complain about the same shit that my parents complained about. I don't know how, but I just, and I did the same thing. I got a job at 16 and just been grinding it ever since. But I think, you know, there's some people that come to the realization that they're worth more and that they're meant for more because something happens to them. But there's also some people that like, I swear, just be in your bones. Like you just, you got the drive you know that you're meant for more. And I thank God every day that I had that, you know, like coming out really young, just having the, I never, never, ever pictured myself working in a fucking office nine to five. It was never in my mind at all. I was just like, I don't know how. Yeah. Your childhood, like imagination the only reason why it dies is because you get put all this shit of society that you believe it's not possible and I believe that anybody can become a millionaire if they wanted to but they just let society convince them and they never really break out of those like self-limiting beliefs and that's going to take us to the next topic about money which is like who you are as a person will always match your income level so Whoever's listening out there, like whether you read books about how to achieve money, starting with like rich dad, poor dad, whether it's, you know, actual skill sets behind money or actually learning that you deserve money and developing your mind to think that way. You do have to understand that most of the millionaires in the world are self-made. I'm not sure of the exact statistic, but I know over 70% of millionaires are self-made. Like they, they didn't grow up rich. And if you were to come across a millionaire right now, and it's crazy to say this, but like me and Lauren have met multiple, multiple millionaires. We're low-key, like this year has been crazy because we've low-key had multiple conversations with millionaires. We see a millionaire every single week now that we're, that we're basically like very close with. And if you were to just meet one, you would understand that their level of thinking and development is very different. And that's why a lot of people can't become it because they don't have the right mindset. Because success is 90% how you think and 10% actually like how to get there. If you, if you don't think that you deserve money or if you don't, you know, believe that you could, it's not going to happen. So it always starts internally. So like Mars was saying, who you are as a person will match your income level. So let's say you are working a job where you get paid 10 bucks an hour and every week you are so behind on bills because you don't have enough money, or you just want to be making more, you probably have to look in the mirror and understand that the way that you are as a person is matching the level of income that you're making. So if you are making a low level of income, you're probably have a lot of things to work on with yourself as a person. So the more that you grow, the more your income level is going to grow because money it's materialistic, but it's energy at the same time, you know, that, (laughs) so, you know, understand that when I was making 10 bucks an hour, whatever the case is, I thought back then I was like, Oh, this is back then. I didn't think of it as a negative thing. So I was 16 making a couple hundred bucks a week. I was like, this is cool. Back then it matched my level. But I was like, I know that I'm not going to make this the whole rest of 
my life. You know, I know by the time I'm 20. I fucking live. I yeah. don't know how there's like freaking 60 year olds working retail and surviving. Yeah. And at that point you have to say, all right, what can I do to grow as a person? Because when you grow as a person, you're going to get introduced to different people. You're going to get introduced in different opportunities that are going to make you more money. So that's what we mean by this is like, when you start growing as a person, you start attracting new situations, new people, that new connections that are going to, that could bring you to a huge business opportunity that you could make millions of dollars. But if you, like, if you never grew yourself as a person to even have the confidence to go after that opportunity, you would have never even got the chance to even be around that type of money. Cause you're like more aware, like you're, you develop yourself to become more aware of like the opportunities out there. You can't look for something if you're not aware that it's possible. You are who you hang around. So if you hang out with five people that never made over $20,000, you're only surrounding yourself with those people. They don't know anything more than 20 grand. There's no expansion. So you have to grow yourself. I never thought, well, I knew, but like, I never thought that at 22, I would know I would have people in my phone that make multiple six figures, you know, and it's just because we attracted that because we started growing. And that's a crazy thing. Like if you continue to like right now, we know all these people and we're nowhere near their income level, but we know that as long as we stick around, eventually we're going to come to match it. And that's why your environment is important. Like environment is everything. We work with a lot of people that have very toxic friend groups and they come into this business and they struggle a lot because when they talk to us, they're motivated, but when they get back in their regular friend group or their regular environment where they live, they, their environment affects them. So if you're trying to you know, become rich, wealthy, and you're working on yourself and making money in a different way, but you live in a toxic environment where people are just negative and don't support you, there's going to be a lot of self-doubt. So it's very important that you surround yourself with people who are encouraging, who believe, and that is why like we hang out around people who are working consistently towards the same goal as us it's really hard to surround yourself with people who are not on that same level as you because they literally look at you as if like you have four heads and you feel like it, it's, you have self-doubt so it's, it's important to surround yourself with people who have the same vision and going into like that topic about and going more into depth going more into depth with this topic we want to talk about how money is how people actually look at money you know there's going to be people who look at money as especially if you're poor if you don't have a lot of money you're going to look at money as okay I don't have enough and as long as you continue to believe you don't have enough money there won't be enough money but if you look at money in abundance you will believe that you can get as much money as you ever desired and ever wanted Yeah, it it just goes to your level of thinking. And just because you've never been, I have never seen a million dollars in cash. But that doesn't mean that just because you've never seen it, it's not out there. Because people, millions of people have that. And we think that just because, oh, we only see celebrities or we only see certain people, you think that those are only people that have money. There's so many rich people that we have no idea about you just have to understand that the only difference between you and the people that have a lot of money is their level of thinking and honestly just time and experience because there's there's still humans at the end of the day and I remember meeting for the first time people that had the amount of income that I wanted and for some reason I like praise them in my head. But then when I met them, I'm like, yo, they're the same kind of person that I am. They still walk the same, breathe the same. Maybe they talk a little different, but they're st- they still go through the same stuff that anyone else goes through. The only difference is, is they have understood that they're worthy of money and that you shouldn't be limiting yourself in your mind of how much that you are worth. You know, and that a lot of millionaires people that have money they talk about this stuff they talk about how they have attracted money and they have literally grew their mind and grew their thinking to meet meet the level 
of the income that they're at and to not limit themselves in their mind about how much money they can make and understand that it is possible for them the same way, you know, we are thinking about it, you know, like now, I don't know about you, Mars, but we look at $10,000, $25,000 a month as nothing like, like, oh yeah, that's easy now. Like yeah. back then I'd be like, oh my God, like $25,000, like even yeah. when I'm spending money, yeah. I used to think spending a hundred dollars would kill my fucking bank account. Like now a hundred dollars is like $1, $1. Goes so, and it's like, I just don't understand like, cause making a hundred dollars for somebody making $10 an hour, that's 10 hours of your life. That's basically half of your paycheck. That's buying something that you need. So it really, yeah. just, ugh, I don't know, but there's something that I want to put in like a statistic that really blew my mind. So it says that there are 46.8 million millionaires in the world. That's a lot of people. And there's 2000, 2100 billionaires in the world. Now, if you think about it, these people are not special. All right. Like Lauren said, these are regular human beings. And yes, it starts, it literally all starts with your mindset because millionaires or billionaires are the wealthy of the world. The only reason why they're wealthy is because they actually went out there and tried. The mm-hmm. only way it doesn't work is if you just give up or quit. It's going to take a while. Like you can't become rich overnight. But the reason why there's only 5% of the richest people in the world is because they went out and actually tried. Most people on this earth will never even go out there and try something that will get them to become a millionaire. And that's why there's not a lot of people who are. It's not about, oh, I tried and the thing that I did didn't work. No, the fact is most people don't even get up and actually go try to do it because they don't believe it's possible, which is mind blowing. Yeah, they or they try and they try and for a first couple of weeks or months, it's going good. And then they get hit with something to make it hard and then they give up. Yeah, why would you think that reaching a level of income that is so rare, like... Would be easy. Yeah. It's crazy. crazy. Like, and the funny thing is, is that it is hard to reach that level of income if it's hard, but it's also easy because the hardest part is just staying. Like, I promise you that if you do something, whether it's fucking, I don't care what it is, if it's washing cars um, selling shoes, whatever. If you just stick to it, you will make a lot of money from it. Like that's the problem is that it seems like the easiest thing to do is stay. But when shit gets hard, that ends up being the hardest thing to do. So it is easy and it's also hard there, but there is a reason why there is only, there is a lot of millionaires, but how many people is there in the world? 7 billion. There's a reason why that there's only that many millionaires, but it's because of that, not because that person was special, but because they just went through the hard shit and didn't give up. Because I remember I used to literally think that God, the universe would pick who was going to be rich and who was going to be poor. Crazy. And when you, like literally like, and when you realize that we're all born the same way, we all have the same emotions. We all have the same, we all have a brain. We all have the potential. It's, it comes up to the actual person's mindset. And that's what you have to, that's the hardest thing is sometimes battling yourself. But every person, study millionaires, you guys, like that's one thing I have to say is that if you study people that have the money that you want, even though you don't have that money right now, you're going to learn something from them to bring you closer to the amount of money that you have. And it's not going to happen overnight. Like none of them were overnight successes, like at all, you know, but if you learn from them, they all say the same shit. They all say the same shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, I came up with this idea. No one believed in me, but I kept fucking going and I didn't give up. And now I'm a millionaire. Exactly. And once (laughs) you become aware of these concepts, like I've listened to celebrities talk and even celebrities think the same 
way even before they blew up like nobody listened to my song nobody was supporting me nobody showed up to my concerts but I kept going and the celebrities that we know didn't blow up overnight like for example Travis Scott he had concerts with nobody there for like four years straight but people are not willing to work for four or five years to get whatever they want for the rest of their life and they'd rather be comfortable in having a guaranteed paycheck for 40 50 60 years and retire to close to nothing to be able to survive like yeah people say that there's there's no such thing as an overnight success and overnight success is years of hard work behind the scenes and then when they finally make it they're like oh they they hit it overnight or oh they're an overnight success when it's like no you didn't see me for four years when i was a nobody and i just kept going and then I finally came out with that one song because in those four years, I grew as a person. Crazy. And then that fifth year, I came out with that bomb ass song because I grew and I made better music and now I'm famous because of it. And it's not to say that it's easy because we've been it's doing not this for easy. not because it's, <laughs> we've been like doing, we've been entrepreneurs for a year now. And there are periods of time where we're like, bro, I don't know what to do, but having- Let me just go get a job real quick. For real. But because it's so easy to just be like, oh, that's safe. Like they, they've literally have programmed us to think a job is safe, but it's not. You can get fired at any time. And this virus has showed us that companies shut down and a lot of companies have replaced people by moving their business online because that's where the world is going. And a lot of people are like- going and getting a job and it's like that's about to be outdated you need to learn how to make money online you need to so it's important to have conversations like this and if you don't have people to conversate with to expand your mind on it that's why we say like listen to books listen to audios because it will remind you that the journey is worth it yeah self-education is the best education because all of this stuff it's just really funny to me that all of this stuff that millionaires talk about and people that have a lot of wealth and talk about, we've never heard of any of it in school. It's not in the school curriculum, not in the school system. School doesn't even teach you how to pay your taxes. Um, like they don't teach you how to buy a house. They don't teach you anything. They teach you how to have a job and how to just follow the system. There's nothing wrong with having a job. If you like having a it's, job. I don't know how people don't understand that you are programmed for life. They teach you exactly when to do, how to do it from you, when you're younger, how to go, that when to go to the bathroom, to ask for permission. Cause you grow up in school asking your teacher for permission. Then you get older, you're 40 years old, asking your boss for permission. Like, hell no. How do you not want to live life on your own terms? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like the school system is a whole other topic in itself, but yeah. Once you get access to different information from people that have what you want, you can never go back to the old way of thinking. Never. You do and you resort back to the other option of not doing anything about it. You'll feel guilty for the rest of your life. You will literally, that's why I would never give up on entrepreneurship because I know myself and I'd be like, Lauren, what would have happened if you never gave up? Like I would be depressed. What would have happened if you never gave up on doing that thing, like if you just kept going, because you guys never know when your break is going to be, you could literally walk out your door, go to a coffee shop and meet someone that could change your life forever, whether it's a business opportunity, whatever. But if you decided to give up and not go to that meeting or go meet that person and you just stayed in your house, that would have never happened to you. It would literally be easier to work a job for the rest of your life if you never even thought about becoming a millionaire, if you never even tried to, because you're, you're just like, you don't see anything else outside of it. So you just go along your whole entire life doing that. But if you go ahead and try, you know, to become an entrepreneur and make money in a different way, start your own business, invest, and you give up and go back to your job, that's why it's harder to be there because you you're more aware and you start looking at people around you and you see how like everyone at your job is they think that's their their life and you're that's when you start to it it will literally be easier to never have even thought about it and work a job than know that there's more out there and do it and work yeah, a job. And I think that everyone if you have it doesn't matter if you don't want to be a millionaire have a bunch of money then that's totally fine and whatever vision you have for yourself 
it was it's been placed upon you for a reason and it's because that you're at you have access to do whatever it is so if your goal is to have a hundred thousand dollars that's your vision you have that vision for a reason because it's possible there's people making billion dollars in a year like a hundred thousand dollars you could do that you know you just have to match your frequency you know and raise your vibrations even if you don't have it and sometimes that's the hardest shit you guys literally have to lie to yourself sometimes and you you become like a freaking i saw a tweet about this hold on let me find it you literally feel crazy because you're like i i have a million dollars and in your mind you're like no you don't bitch you have like two thousand dollars in your bank account but you just have to keep telling yourself that you have that amount of money. <laughs> Listen to this tweet. It says, if you really think about it, in order to manifest, you have to commit to being borderline delusional, meaning you have to completely <laughs> ignore your rational brain and fully believe that something will come true, even if you have no evidence for it at the time. Literally, you have to have faith. Faith is when you like you can feel it, but you don't see it, but you still believe in it anyways. It's like God, like you've never seen God, but you believe in God. It's the same thing for money. You don't have to, you don't have to see it to believe it. You have to believe it in order to see it. And you do feel crazy. Like you actually do. Cause I'll be talking to myself. Like I got this, I got this, I got this, I got this. And I'm like, no, the fuck you don't. But I'm like, yes, I do. I I have to, like, I just got to. (laughs) And like, Okay, to get into like some really deep shit <laughs> and before we make this freaking podcast like two hours long, let's just end off with very, okay. So we're talking about, you know, manifesting and if you don't know what manifestation means, it just means speaking things into existence. It's when you, like, for example, Lauren was saying with the whole COVID thing, like, I don't have it, I don't have it, I don't have it. It's like, that's a manifestation, like saying, saying things that you want to happen. But when you make, when you say your manifestations, you want to make sure that you're saying it in a positive tone rather than a negative tone. And what I mean, obviously what you're probably thinking, what do you mean? Like, I'm not going to manifest something that I don't want, but a lot of people do unconsciously. So for example, um, let's say that, you know, let me think. Okay. Let's say that you're in a relationship. Okay. And you don't want to break up. So your manifestation is, I don't want to break up. I don't want to break up. I don't want this to end. And you're thinking that you're manifesting it, but the, how, you know, whether you're doing it right or wrong, is how you feel. So when you're saying, I don't want to, I don't want us to break up your heart hurts or like, you don't feel good. You feel sad, mad, whatever. The, the key is saying what you want to happen, focusing on the good rather than the bad, because everything is about your frequency and vibration. So if you're feeling bad, even though you're saying what you don't want, you're focusing on what you don't want, which is going to attract more of that. So if you say, like, I'm grateful that we're together, you know, that you feel good. So you're going to continue to attract those situations into your life. So that people, like many people do affirmations incorrectly and it applies with money. Like you have to think about money and you have to be in the same frequency as money. Giving a money example about what you were saying, like if you, the universe gives you what you think about most of the time. Because you're putting out that frequency. So let's say, for example, your your parent or you're always saying, I don't have money. I don't have money to do this. I don't have money to do this. I don't have money to do this. You're constantly thinking about how you don't have money and you're feeling bad because you don't have money. The only thing the universe has to work with is the fact that you don't have money. So guess what? It's going to keep putting you at that vibration of you not having any money because that's all you're talking about is how you don't have money. And then five years later, people still don't have money. And they're like, I fucking knew it. Like, I'm just not meant to have money. And it's like, no, that's all you've been talking about. So you get what you think and what you talk about most of the time. It's like, because your brain is programmed to only look for that. So for, for example, if you're look, if you're always thinking about a yellow car, you're going to start to see hella yellow cars. But if you're not aware of it and you're not thinking about yellow cars, you're going to just go along life, just never seeing a yellow car, never even realizing that it's there. Yeah. It's literally, it's crazy. And with money, I will say it is very hard. Like money, I think is one of the main things that 
you really do have to, cause you can see the numbers in front of you every day. You can log into your bank account and see, Oh, I don't have that million dollars or whatever, but you have to focus on the feeling. Yeah. Okay. If you're saying like, I want a million dollars, I want a million dollars. But like when you're saying it, like you don't believe it, you know, you don't believe it when you don't feel good saying like a million dollars is coming my way. Not even a million. Let's say that you want $10,000. If you're saying like $10,000 is mine, $10,000 is mine. And you feel like shit saying it, it's not going to come. You have to focus on finding something that's going to make you feel good when you're saying it. And that's another problem is that people skip those small steps. People go right to I'm working a job at McDonald's, but I'm going to, I want a million dollars. Who the hell would believe that? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like based on how we've all grown up, it's a very small chance that in that position at 17, 18, 19 years old, you truly believe that you will have a million dollars. You have you to find I mean? that sweet spot. Yeah. So then you feel bad when you're saying, oh, I have a million dollars. You don't feel good. That's the vibration. So then you don't get it. And then you get yeah. mad because you don't have it. It's yeah. like you're, you're, you're saying a goal that you don't really believe. You have to find something that, this is from KT himself. He said, find something that excites you and that you believe in. So if, if something excites you, like a million dollars, but you don't believe in it, go a little lower. Like does 50,000 excite you? Yes. Do you believe that you can get 50,000? Yes. Okay, stick there. So mm-hmm. you just have to find like that sweet spot. Because if you don't believe it, you will unconsciously not attract it and push yourself farther away from it. It is crazy. You're literally, you can have any amount of money you want. Like it's Believe in it, guys. And if you need anything from us, any advice or any of these things resonated, we, we would, would definitely appreciate you guys sharing this because this was a pretty amazing episode. Yeah, guys. And just some, we talked about Kevin Trudeau. Your wishes, your command is a really awesome audio to listen to. It's really um, hard to find online. So if you guys need it, hit us up. Yeah. Um, Bob Proctor, you were born rich, talks a lot about money. Bob Proctor in general talks a lot about attracting money into your life. Um, I read a really good book. It's You're a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero or something like that. That's an awesome yeah. book about, that's a really good book for beginners on attracting money. You know, if you want to really dive deep and understand maybe why you don't deserve, why you feel like you don't deserve money, I really, really recommend that book. And honestly, guys, just study people that have the millionaire results, you know, and a really basic book to start with is Think and Grow Rich, maybe Rich Dad, Poor Dad, but that's less personal development. That's more of like how much like finances. Yeah, but that is so good. All right, guys. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. So we know you guys missed us and we miss you guys too. So we'll definitely be seeing more of you every single month. Every single month. Let us know, guys, if you guys have any questions you want us to answer, topics you'd like to talk about. Um, and we are going to have guest speakers. We need to start doing this more often. I really want to incorporate guest speakers. But um, don't forget to rate review and subscribe and we will see you guys all next month have a great holiday good christmas good new years and we will see you in 2021 love y'all peace